hear the Sasquatch howling in the night Paranormal beings come out to play Feel that chill upon your neck But do not fear when the Rugeru barks Because we'll follow you into the dark Into the Dark contains subject matter and language that may be unsuitable for younger listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, greetings, and welcome to NWCS Into the Dark. This is podcast episode number 30. The Beast of Javoudon. 30. Oui, oui. Oui, oui. Wait, 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 wait. What is this? The Beast of what? The Beast of Gurdon de Am I close? Nailed it. Now that you're somewhere in the ballpark. Okay. okay. I'm impressed. Yeah. Guvadon. Guvadon. Located in the studio. In the studio this afternoon is Rob. Hey, hey. Wow. We got Tab. Hello. And all the way from. San Clemente. No. I was going to let you. Anyway. Pasadena. All the way from El Segundo, California. We've got. Danny, <laughs> don't put that wool on me, Bobby. I, Wait, where? <laughs> what? I I just want to point. I just want to point out again, uh, Jesse, if you're listening. Hey, that's what happens when you don't show up. Hey, hey. I'm gonna sit in your spot and I'm gonna take your Ooh. intro. Uh, Shots fired. Shots fired. If Jesse's listening, uh, Rob is sitting in your chair and he's not wearing any yeah. pants or panties. <laughs> what? Nice. It's just Wait, all what? natural. It's just raw butt. You should leave them some remnants to remember you by. Leave oh, them some I little will. treats. And, I will. and it kind of smells like cottage cheese, cigarette smoke, and icy hot. But what? Wow. What, what, what the hell did you have for dinner? <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Anything new? That's oh, what I guess. Uh, guess who else is not in the studio? Oh, yeah. Guess who our, else is not in the studio with us today? I forget. Who was it? I was it that uh, one? It's Petey. One time Pete? wonder. Yeah. One time what? wonder. Oh, hit it and quit I it. I thought Pete. he was in. Hit it and quit it. Uh, you know, I was going to find the <laughs> yeah. clip of his audio where he says, I'm 100% in. I'll, I'll take all of this. I'm back with a vengeance. I think. I, yeah. Did he not I could, say? Maybe. I'm, maybe he meant like '84. <laughs> I'm back with a vengeance, Petey. You if you're listening, you, you better be, show up. <laughs> you won't be able to get rid of me. Do, do we know what they're up to today? No, both of them? no clue. Yeah. I, I know that Jesse did have the vid. <laughs> they're he, definitely not in oh, church. Geez. Oh wait, yeah. hey, that's HIPAA yeah. violation. But but I oh, will yeah. but I will say that Pete did say, and I can pull up the recording. Pete did say, mm-hmm. if I don't commit, you can take me off of the for good. The remember, group chat. remember, I said you'll be off the group chat for good, and he's like, oh, I understand, and I'm in. <laughs> I'm all in. I don't know if he said it like that. No, he did. No, I'm I mean, all in. Yeah, all in. You, like like you sound like some cartoon character. It felt like that. Well, you're seventy Sam or something. I did used to be a Mexican wrestler. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have that. What was your What was your name? My Scott. Mexican wrestling name? Yeah, what was your, what was your, like, yeah, your, your La Mexican Gordito. wrestling name? <laughs> La Gordito. <laughs> wow. Do you even know what that means? Yeah. It's like quite the opposite of you, Scott. No, that's Gordo. <laughs> El Gordo. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. What was your record in the end? Oh, my God. 
that's a pre-recorded. I need, to, laugh. I need to know. I need to know. I need to know what your record and your finishing move were. Well, that's going to be a whole another episode because we're doing a we're doing an episode <laughs> on Mexican wrestlers, Mexican yeah. and La okay. Gordito. We'll How does that fit into? The work that we do, we have to figure that out. Yeah, are they? Uh, not that I don't want to see it or hear it, but you know. I think have, you, have you ever somewhere. really seen a Mexican wrestling match? Um, they're in real curious. Life, no. They're curious. Although, curious to begin with. There was that time in Tijuana when. Thank uh, you, yeah, by the way. we're still paying that off. Yeah. Yeah, oh. well, that's going to be a while. But, uh, <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't hey, the there. The point is, anything. Anybody <laughs> yeah. got anything new? Anything new they want to discuss, Danny? Yeah, I got a couple things actually. What do you got? I since our last episode have gone out to see a couple of uh movies that came out this year, uh related to the I guess we can call it horror or paranormal or mystical beast genre. First one I was able to see the new Ghostbusters movie that came out. How was that? Oh, yeah. How was that? Yeah. Okay. I'll stop there. I'm, I'm probably going to have to put together a full review on that, but let me just tell you, if you are a fan I'm going to say of, of the original Ghostbusters, meaning, you know, Ghostbusters, the original movie. Not the stupid one this, with the girls. This... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, oh. not, not, not that one. No. Whoa. Yeah. Settle down there. Tiger. Shots fired. Um, yeah. Right? If you are a fan of the original Ghostbusters, you have to, have to, have to go see this. Oh, and really? Be prepared for bring a box of tissues um, oh, it's just no. a very well oh. very well produced movie very um you know everything about that movie was just amazing oh and, God, uh, i want to go see it now nice. well 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 worth the watch very nostalgic very just be prepared man i'm i'm i'm, I'm fighting it right now <laughs> but uh it's a great movie man up Danny. Um, man up <laughs> yeah did anyone get a chance to see no one's had a chance to see it i'm guessing no 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, well, the other movie I saw. So, so, so okay. I will. I will say this, yeah. Danny, that I I hesitated. I really, really wanted to go see it, but after the last yeah. couple really stupid ones they came out with, I I couldn't get myself yeah. to see it, thinking that it's just gonna f fall flat. Let me help. But you. what you're saying it's is not that a it's remake. Good. Okay. Okay. Yes, it's not a remake. Okay. It's not a, a recast necessarily nice. it is it is a future it's set in the future from the previous ones okay and okay. uh yeah man it is it is worth it it definitely got to go out and see that one if you are anywhere near a fan of and there's some hidden scenes at the end you got two hidden scenes in the or post uh, during the credits you have to definitely wait oh, check okay. those out so nice worthwhile so, for so sure did you man. actually go into a theater or do you just i did no, here nice. in uh where am i where am i from this time scott <laughs> El Segundo. Yeah, El out here Segundo. in El Segundo, we have this big theater with recliners that I go to. Oh, nice. And uh, you can have a little beer, kick back, and just relax. And yeah, it's a nice. fun time, man. But yeah, nice. I went to the theater and saw it. What was the second Worth thing? It. What was the second thing that you had? <laughs> the, the second, second one I saw was another movie called Antlers. This one came out earlier this year as well, in October, I believe it was. But oh, we should probably do... This is actually um, probably... The, <laughs> Probably the catalyst to thinking about some. <laughs> okay, some, that's enough. That's wow. enough of that. Yeah, I know, right? We're getting a little, a little, a little wild. Okay, on okay. Already. Uh, we'll, we'll I'm stop taking with my this. hand off of the soundboard. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take it away from you. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, oh, come oh, on God. now. Okay, people are. Yeah, we just people we just are leaving lost now. All of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> if we were live, but, we would see them drop <laughs> off right now. Ethernet. Yeah, exactly. Ethernet the numbers going down. Oh my God. <clears throat> so Stay uh, the <laughs> movie Antlers definitely worthwhile. You probably is that a dog barking in the background? Yeah. Let me let me close the window. Is that your dog? Is that your dog? Oh. It's the neighbor's yappy dog. Anyway, Antlers is a movie actually set in Oregon. Uh, pretty good movie. Okay, some of the plot doesn't make sense, but you know, like I said, fully it might be uh, worthwhile to do a full review on this one. But it is about I'm gonna say it, even though you hate it, Scott. <laughs> but this is a brand new movie. It's only been out a couple months. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. <laughs> Jesus <alert>. wins. Jesus <laughs> wins. Spoiler. If you don't want to hear. Plug your ears or fast forward. 15 seconds but the main creature is the wendigo has anybody heard of the wendigo i have you have oh yeah have. yeah well Th tell us this about was it, actually man. a little bit of well, a, that's the a catalyst. australian bigfoot isn't it or is it? no it's a dog isn't it is it oh yeah yeah <laughs> no it's a crazy dog from no. mexico it's, wow <laughs> i fought it in a in a match <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah is that the same yeah when match that you were trying to catch a tail when the dragon? Dango. oh wow <laughs> no no that's not no, what it is no. danny okay i'm sorry Go no ahead. way ahead. off my bad it, it is a mythical creature evil spirit that is from the uh native american folklore tradition like skinwalker you know, type stuff Mm, I've heard of similar things, but also usually in the form of an antlered creature, like a jackalope, can walk on its like a, like a jackalope that walks hey. on its hind legs and uh, all kinds of things. But so, we should probably do an episode on that. Yeah. So should, Scott, yeah. you you're really close. Uh, well, not I was, really. Yeah, I was, not at all. It. Not I at was, all. Close. I was really, really down an Australian dog. I was way off. <laughs> well, so was Scott. I was just making a point of. <laughs> point, you guys point, taken. Were, point taken. Very. You, guys you, re nailed you it. realize, you guys Rob? I have Rob. I have control of the board, and I can easily just hit this little button right here. It I, just yeah. takes yeah. you takes you yeah. completely out of the podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> just like that. Wow. My gonna, fingers like right oh, there, right there. I, I can switch. Some, well, some thank, people just I can watch switch the world sides. Burn. Thanks for that, Danny. Anybody else have anything new? Were you done or? Yeah, I'm done. Anyone else have anything new? Not really. No. Uh, Rob and I just got back yeah, from uh, just, sunny Las Vegas. It was super nice there. The weather was... And was it perfect? We, was it? Yeah. We yeah. did a variety of paranormal investigations while we were there. You did? No. No, we did not. No. What kind I, of investigating say, did you do then? I, I will say, hold on. I really missed you, Tab. I needed a breakfast buddy when I was there. Oh, none no. Of, none, none of them. They're not breakfast people. And man, I, I really wanted breakfast. And... Nope. No. <laughs> I need a breakfast buddy next time. You just get up early and go down to the buffet. <laughs> or all, actually, all he had to say is buffet in front of Scott, and he would have been like, his stomach would have went. That's what we investigated. You asked what we investigated, and that was it. The, that was one okay. of them. We did but, nothing. What of did a, you find? We, we did nothing of a paranormal sort. Nothing. We did. I, you know, I Reba. do. The one thing I do want to go next time we go to Las Vegas, and maybe we should just plan this as a NWCS investigation. That is also home of uh, where the Red Fox home is residence. That's supposed to be Red Fox. Yeah, it's supposed to be allegedly haunted by the spirit of Red Fox. That's where he had a home there, I guess, and spent most of his. Is time. it open to the public? It's open to the public, and oh. I understand that hmm. on occasion you can get an overnight investigation. So mm, that's yeah. one thing. One thing we should look that'd at be, doing. Yeah, that'd be something to look into. God, what would that be like? I don't know. 
Maybe maybe you just hear you big dummy. <laughs> I mean that's kind of what I pictured. I feel like it'd be like a hilarious yeah. investigation, but you big dummy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you hear. Go- goofing us all night or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Tabby, you know anything new? I don't. Okay. I'm, I, I lead a boring life. This uh, this episode I is I don't all... go to Las Vegas and stuff. This this uh, episode is all about the uh, the beast of Jevaldon. And uh, wait, hold on. wait, with that, wait, wait, yes, with that being said, <laughs> he's just glazing over. Danny, what, what? will you will you pronounce it correctly? Jevaldon. Uh, with that being said, Danny is going to go ahead and lead this uh, episode for us on yeah. the beast of Gundervern. Okay, okay, okay. Let's let's start out right first off. It's pronounced the beast of Jevaldon. Jevaldon. <laughs> Bless you. Jevaldon. 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 Yeah. Okay. So here's the Jevaldon. interesting I, thing. I, I have this. a feeling that that's going to be a soundbite. <laughs> yeah. Can you say that one more time? Jevaldon. The beast of Jevaldon. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll make sure I'll <laughs> Rob, put you that. Got that. Yeah, I'll put that in place. That was at 1358. Yeah, <laughs> 1358. Yeah, in 17 seconds. Yeah. So here's the interesting not, thing. Not, about to this. Confused the with, of, not to be confused with huh? the beast of Gernderburnden. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Is that, that's, yeah, that's, that's episode 33. We'll, yeah, we'll let's, get there. let's Google that. <laughs> How do you spell that, Scott? <laughs> Gernderburnden. Gernderburnden. So here's the thing is that this is actually based on, I'm going to say, true accounts of the Beast of Jevaldon. Not necessarily that the Beast was real, but the Beast of Jevaldon originated out of area, the Jevaldon province in France, or province, sorry, somewhere between the years of 1764 and 1776. And the people of that area took place in about a 90 by 80 kilometer, or, Scott, quick math, what's the range of that in miles? Six. Good job. Um, in that range of uh, space, <laughs> six miles, apparently, people reported being attacked by a, a hybrid wolf dog or a striped hyena-looking creature. Some say about the size of somewhere between a cow or a horse. It had stripes on its back, and, and eyewitness accounts say that it was just ripping people apart, basically. So, like I said, the, the actual events themselves happened. Something attacked the people in, in this area. Of France, but what it was was the debatable part. France spent a lot of money to try and identify and capture or kill this beast. There was actually a study in, in 1987 that said there were approximately 16, I'm sorry, 610 attacks that occurred in this region. Yeah, 500, I, 500 of those. What's I, that? Well, I heard it was like up, upwards of two, a thousand, or at least maybe, oh. maybe reported. Yeah. Right, right. Um, I'm, what I have is 500 of those were actual deaths that occurred, and then 49 injuries. And of those deaths, apparently, <laughs> 98 of those victims were partially eaten, described as partially eaten when they were discovered. So it was uh, indiscriminate about who it killed. People, uh, you know, as far as people goes, adult women and children. But in and there are some that say it could have been a, a pack of wolves, which is an interesting segue to our movie review later. So. But nonetheless, uh, which I think I'm going to get some hell about, apparently. What I'd like to do is... <laughs> what makes you think that, Dan? Just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Something tells me here. We're, we're Shut the wolves, I don't <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Scott, you watched the movie. Good job. Oui. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can let our friend over at uh, History Dose do a little bit of a deeper dive for us. But before we do that, anybody have anything else you want to chime in on before we... Uh, a little bit more on this. 
hold the movie review comments for later. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually, right, well, actually, I do. Um, there's like three supporting uh, think takes that I got I got from the story of the Beast. I'm mm-hmm. not even going to attempt to say it. Let's see. To me, it sound sound like it was like an. I I know that it's it's that these these accounts actually happened because it was in the in the paper and stuff. You know, to me, it kind of sounded like media like today's media malpractice. You know, mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. were selling a story and making it bigger than it actually was. Mm-hmm. It's just the things that they talk about with the silver bullet and that I guess there's some farmer that fashioned a silver bullet. And I don't know where that actually came from. If it, if the silver bullet right. came from this story or was there, was that fairy tale before this happened? You know, mm-hmm. I, I, let's see, even, even in the story, I was thinking, you know, that the wolf kind of sounded more like a lion in the way that they were describing it. Um, mm-hmm. Like maybe a, uh, a juvenile lion that doesn't have the full mane because even when they're younger they have a black stripe down their back and even some spots and the nose being flat is the way that they some of the uh, people that encountered it described it as so you know you think about people didn't have actual pictures or they don't know what a lion looks like so best way they could describe it is something that they're familiar with like a wolf would a lion be around that area well i guess exotic animals were kind of a, a thing you know they like a traveling parade where they would bring exotic animals across the, mm-hmm. the land and maybe this one somebody trained to kill people hmm. interesting the working theory yeah yeah and then on uh september <laughs> oh, that's just kind of some of the takes i got from the story that i read right because the tail has a tassel you know kind of like a, mm-hmm. a little fluff you know a tuft of hair that's on the end of the tail. And I was like, well, that kind of sounds like a lion with a flat nose. You know, I know we're going to get into the movie later, but that's kind of what the take I got from the movie as well. Right. Maybe right, right. maybe the lion was just roaming the land looking for some courage. <laughs> on September 20th, <laughs> ni- uh, 1765. Was there a golden road? A yellow brick road. Yellow brick road. Yellow brick road that yeah. went through the town of okay. Chalzis. September 20th, 1765, <laughs> Francois Anton, the king's 71-year-old gun bearer, and his nephew shot a large wolf near an abbey at Chalzis, which was assumed to be the beast. Antone was awarded with money and titles, and the corpse of the animal was stuffed and sent to the royal court. But the attacks con- the, the attacks continued. But they wait, 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 wait. Let's start over. And then, okay, now go. Uh, I'll edit that. Ahead. That was at twenty one twenty two. I was I was trying to make it get a little dramatic. Sorry, go ahead. The attacks started again in December, and according to an account in the uh, eighteen ninety eight volume of the Parisian Illustrated Review. This time, the beast seemed different, at least behaviorally, uh, where before the creature had been afraid of cattle. This time, it showed no fear, and they were wondering if it was a second beast. And they, they ignored those attacks, insisting that Antoine, the gun bearer, had killed the creature. Finally, a sudden outbreak of attacks in early June 1767 compelled a local nobleman, the Marquis de Apostier, to organize a hunt. On June 19th, one of the hunters, a local man named Jean Chastille, shot a wolf on the slopes of Mount Mochette. Interestingly, an autopsy, the animal, an autopsy of the animal revealed remains inside, human remains, and the animal had non-wolf characteristics, as described by the witnesses. 
and that was when that's when they're claiming that the attacks had finally ended doubts still remain that it was indeed a wolf so they're speculative in regards to whether or not it was actually a wolf so i thought i thought you said danny danny had this segment it could have been a lion and she well, <laughs> danny just well, asked us what we thought Rob. Yeah. why don't you pay the fuck a Attention. Well, I, I guess I hey, want to quit trying to just bust my balls I, I, indiscriminately, that's, okay, that, guys. That's can, what I'm can here you take for. it outside? I did my I did my little my little research. Take now. it outside. Sure. I, I'm take doing it mine right now. Okay. I need an adult. Well, I, I kind of wanted to add to move. Now, I, I, I kind of started off on the wrong foot when I say media malpractices. I want to kind of explain where I was coming from. Now, they stated in the article that I read that the economy was in really bad shape at this time. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason I kind of came to the theory of the media malpractices is maybe that they were creating the story and elaborating on it to get the local economy up in certain areas of the country by bringing a bunch of people and bringing money into those villages where normally there wouldn't be people there. So I, that was kind of... them? No. No, maybe <laughs> maybe exaggerating on the story a bit to either yeah. sell the story or bring economy into their village. You know, by bringing people in and hunting. Because going back to the movie, I know we haven't got to it yet. They were killing hundreds and hundreds of wolves. And mm-hmm. what they were doing with them, they didn't elaborate in the movie, but at least wolf in the cubs. version that I watched. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So that's that's Tab, kind of Tab, what was my Tab take actually, on it. Tab actually watched The Beast of Cornhole. <laughs> Not The Beast of Grindelwald, <laughs> but... That's all right. Oh, my God. His, his take on Stop. it might be just a Stop. little bit different. Might Stop. be a little bit different. Just people people are going to think I'm a complete perv, and I'm not. <laughs> Did you find the wrong movie again? <laughs> well, well, Tab, you, my surgeon, you, continue, you continue to watch the whole thing. You watch the whole thing. You stumble this across some great, weird man. movie, but then you watch I, I, the and, whole and, thing. I'm, I'm going to jump in here in Tab's defense, because I don't want the Full world commitment. to think that he's a perv, because we do have listeners from Germany and stuff, and I don't want them sending him really weird German stuff. So, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> I, I am going to say that Tab Whoa. is not into porn at all. We're no, just, we're that, just, that's we're why just it's so funny. This. It's funny, and every time we bring something up, Tab goes, just stop. Who said just Who stop. Said he gets really upset. So, Tab, n- nobody at this table, with the exception of Danny, um, <laughs> is really into porn. And, and we have evidence of that from podcasts where he's putting stuff that's, up on the screen. That's not true. Are you well, saying well, in or into? Oh, no, I guess that is true. Things. I'm sorry, Danny. Either or. doesn't matter, I guess. <laughs> Times are tough. Are, are we bothering you, Rob? Is, no, you're I'm, up. I'm you're up, up and you're, you're your No, I'm speech. looking at something because a few weeks ago when we went to band and helped a friend do wood, we went to where <laughs> he said wood. Wood. We went and got some wood for somebody. Who, <laughs> he said cop. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, the people that we met lived on like 20 acres out in the middle of the band and they had a dog and it's your phones it's an anatolian dog anatolian yeah something like that but the thing was huge it was like three feet tall yeah just on its four legs but then when it stood up she had me you you can have him jump up on you if you want he jumped up his paws were as big as my fist as white as a horse and he jumped up on me and he literally had his paws on each shoulder and was i I was looking up at the dog he's huge look up that dog and so i'm wondering 
if some of these stories are based off of maybe a dog like this. That's because what it, are these dogs bred for? I don't, I don't. Know. And do they eat humans? I, I don't know. I'm just telling you, I saw a dog that was effing so is that huge. Your, is he that your huge. theory? Is that your theory? That it, I'm that just it was throwing just a, it. I'm throwing it out there. Okay, I is that what you're adding? Is that your? Well, I just want to add that that because, there's large dogs out there because people <laughs> no because people back in you know before. People yeah. knew about things more so. The olden days. Might yes. have been confused by... Which was a Wednesday. Dog. And the dog could... Maybe the dog was... <laughs> punk, I don't know. Did you look... Did you research this at all? Yeah. Absolutely. Don't give him a hard time, Scott. Yeah. Why are you busting my balls? So we've got a couple man? working theories here, it sounds like. I'm that just it, trying that to... It's, that it's actually a lion. The beast of Scott. Gurdon de Burden. Good job. And that it could be some <laughs> large sheep dog. No, it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> Look up that dog. I'm just saying that, that just decides to eat humans. I'm just saying that, like, this trained. Or, trained. We're talking about what? Or, 1765. Okay, is that what you guys said? Let's yes. hear. Like, let's hear Danny's because he actually owns the movie. Right. Let's let's <laughs> let's hear. Well, I'm talking. Let's about hear it's his. Not a, it's not take. a documentary, by what, the way. What is? Yeah, it? it's not. I'm trying to what is your throw out some theory, debunking Danny? a little. What is it, Danny? What do you got? I, I think it. I think it was a mystical beast of Givaudan that was eating people that came to light because of hate and anger. I don't know. <laughs> that was that it's was deep. Well, a history dose gives us a pretty good introduction in history on the beast of Gernburden. Givaudan. <laughs> Givaudan. The body found in the field belonged to a 14-year-old girl named Jeanne Boulet. She'd been watching over her sheep when something attacked. Whatever it was, tore her apart. This was the summer of 1764 in the French province of Gévaudan, a rural land insulated from an increasingly modern outside world and tucked away in the hills of southern France. Medieval villages speckled its countryside, where ancient folklore lived on among its peasantry. Life here was generally quiet. But just a month after Boulet's death, a 15-year-old girl was attacked and killed. A few weeks later, another violent attack left a teenage boy dead. The killer didn't stop. One brisk September day, a woman in her 30s stood outside as the sun set. She sensed danger, but it was too late. Home was just barely too far away. She was half-eaten on her own doorstep. Three others were killed in the same month. Witnesses and newspapers described the devilish creature, which liked to sever the heads and eat the throats of its victims. Peasants claimed it looked like an enormous wolf, which were common in France, but that it had rust-colored fur, a long, tasseled tail, a black stripe along its spine, and a muzzle like a pig. Whatever it was, the locals wanted revenge. But peasants weren't permitted to have firearms, and their attempts to hunt with rocks and shovels were unfruitful. Brutal attacks continued and the press churned out stories, enthralling all of France with tales of a mysterious monster slaughtering villagers. By November, the crisis had rattled the cage of the local government. Authorities assigned the infantry leader, Captain Jean-Baptiste Duhamel, to kill it. When a few children found their mother's half-eaten body in a field, Duhamel ordered them to not bury her yet. His men patrolled the area for two days, hoping the beast would return to finish its meal. It didn't. Duhamel also knew the beast preyed on women and children, so he had his troops wear wigs and old skirts and accompany children to herd cattle. After 12 days across eight villages, the beast didn't show. If Duhamel couldn't lure the beast, he needed to find it. 
even if it meant scouring every inch of Jevoudan. He spent the winter rousing volunteers for his quest. He claimed this animal is a monster whose father is a lion. It remains open what the mother is. On February 7th of 1765, 20,000 hunters, soldiers, and peasants set out across the icy corners of Jevoudan. They trudged through forests and caves until finally a party of peasants spotted it trotting into the woods. Something was in its mouth. They sprinted after it, but it darted into the forest, dropping its meal, the head of a 14-year-old girl. After the four-day hunt, the beast was still out there. Duhamel had failed, and the court of King Louis XV sent a dispatch to replace him with the famed wolf hunter Jean-Charles Dinval. He was the man who liberated Normandy from thousands of wolves. Now, the lure of adventure, riches, and fame brought him to Jevoudan. A grizzled veteran in his 60s, he arrived with his son Jean-Francois. In their polished French, they boasted that the beast would be dead in two weeks. But the heavy snow, cliffs, marshes, and dense forests of Jevoudan quelled their arrogance and turned the hunt into a dizzying chase. The number of decapitated and half-eaten villagers multiplied. The beast killed 29 villagers in just the first three months of 1765. Markets and fairs were deserted. Peasants didn't dare venture outside alone. Some men claimed to have shot the beast before watching it escape into the woods. The Dinvals, on the other hand, weren't making any progress. After another string of attacks in late May, the furious king replaced them with his personal hunting assistant, the royal gunbearer, Francois Antoine. Antoine journeyed south, still open to the possibility that the beast was simply a pack of common wolves passing through the region. But in Jevoudan, he examined the gruesome leftovers of beast attacks. That fall, over a year after the first attack, Antoine's men spotted a large wolf near a monastery. The next morning, he positioned gunmen along the forest edge. Soon, something came into his view. Fifty paces away was the wolf. Antoine steadied his musket and squeezed the trigger. When the smoke cleared, the beast lay on the ground. He had struck it in the eye. As he celebrated, the animal picked itself back up and charged at him. Antoine had no time to reload. Then, another officer nearby fired his carbine. The creature stumbled and fell to the ground, dead. It lacked the black striped bushy tail and talons described in attack reports, but Antoine's crew formally questioned attack survivors, who accepted it as the same animal. It was stuffed and delivered to the royal palace at Versailles. King Louis XV proudly displayed the vanquished animal in his court, and by October, ordinary citizens of Paris could pay a small admission fee to behold the Beast of Jevoudan. Francois Antoine became a hero, and life in Jevoudan was peaceful again. The ground froze and winter neared. There were, of course, a handful of peasants who claimed new beast sightings, but they were dismissed. Authorities said that Jevoudan was safe. Then, on December 2nd, something attacked two boys in a field. They survived and claimed it was the beast. A few weeks later, the creature came across an 11-year-old girl and ate her. A witness reported that the animal was much larger than a wolf and had a black stripe down its back. Local officials announced there was now no doubt the beast was still alive. Antoine had killed the wrong animal. To the crown and the press, it didn't matter. They had lost interest even as the beast attacks continued for the next year and a half. In the summer of 1767, a group of 300 villagers set out into the forest near the village of Uver. A large wolf leapt out from the brush, and a local innkeeper named Jean Chastel fired and killed it. Its head was monstrous, and its coat unusually red and gray, like those old eyewitness accounts had claimed. 
Local authorities interviewed hundreds of people who agreed Chastel had indeed killed the one true beast. Chastel traveled north with his taxidermied trophy and presented it at Versailles, where the king insulted the peasant and demanded he bury the rotting animal he had proudly delivered. Humiliated by the royal court, Chastel remained a folk hero to the people of Gévaudan, a brave peasant who delivered justice when the indifferent aristocrats of Versailles could not. The monster that killed over a hundred people between 1764 and 1767 was no more. But true stories rarely tie up so neatly. Many educated Europeans began to see the beast as a lie, a symbol of a superstitious bygone era. Immanuel Kant scoffed that rural women and children had convinced a substantial number of intelligent men to take a common wolf for a hyena. Others claimed that no one beast ever existed, that paranoia had gripped illiterate peasants and caused them to drum up fantasies in the face of a wolf infestation. A news writer wrote in 1766, It is clear today that we were wrong to attribute to a single wolf all the ravages committed in the Gévaudan. After all, the two animals touted as the true beasts were simply larger than average wolves. Even before Antoine killed his beasts, he had doubts that there really was one creature responsible for all the bloodshed. It's possible that the pressure of a king's quest and the expectations of a nation caused him to exaggerate his story and boldly claimed he had found the one beast and slain it. In truth, the hunt for the beast's identity never ended. In 2016, biologist Carl Hans Tock argued that eyewitness records actually describe an adolescent male lion, which could have escaped from an exotic animal display called a menagerie, popular attractions in 18th century France. The flat head, reddish fur, wide build, a dark line along the spine, a tassel on the tail, and the strength and aggression to attack and carry off adult victims. Captain Duhamel had once claimed that the beast was half-lion. Talk points out that wolves were common in Gévaudan and would have easily been recognized by the locals. What about the peasants who verified the bodies of those wolves as the true beast? Perhaps their desperation to end the hunt in the weight of a royal investigation pushed them to tell investigators what they wanted to hear. Historians' opinions on the beast tend to be that the episode was simply a series of attacks by wolves. That seems most likely. But even legends start somewhere. Maybe some of the attacks did come at the jaws of one especially monstrous wolf or an escaped lion. Regardless, the beast of Gévaudan left its mark on folklore and mythology. The villages of present-day Gévaudan still honor the peasants who stood up to the beast. And the popular trope that werewolves can only be killed by silver has its origin in a legend that Jean Chastel killed the beast of Gévaudan with a silver bullet. In the end, it's impossible to say for certain what really terrorized Gévaudan between 1764 and 1767. And maybe the story's better that way. I want to thank History Dose for that. YouTube, History Dose. He said a lot of things that were similar to what Tab kind of pointed out, that it could have actually been a lion based on the various descriptions. Yeah, it's a tough one. And I don't know if at this point, I mean... I'm up for a trip out to France to see if we can dig this up. How do we how do we validate? You know, we have a lot of what history says about this, utilizing our skill set. Well, I, th I think it's much like it. any much like any other folklore, you know, Bigfoot stuff like that. It's like a story is told, and then it it morphs into something larger and larger. The more the story is told, 
the more the story is passed down through generation, at, at some point there's some truth, something unusual about that situation. But the more the story is told, the more grandiose it, it becomes. And I don't know that we'll obviously ever have answers on the Beast of Gévaudan. But uh, wow. definitely, I, I think that it it sounds like Gévaudan. It sounds like it was probably more <laughs> of a lion, an escaped lion uh, that could have been could have been I, doing I, that. I, I think a trained line. A trained line, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Can you train a lion to kill that way? <laughs> I, I think you can pretty much train. I suppose it could train anything. But yeah. yeah. I don't know <laughs> that it was necessarily trained. I think that once a lion, trained or not, escapes captivity where it was fed and then it's forced to feed itself. Do you remember that movie, Ghost in the Darkness? I have no no recollection of that movie. It's about two male lions in, I think it was in Libya? And not in Grunderverden. No, it was in Libya, and um, these two lions were pretty much bachelors, and so they they hung out with each other and hunted mm. together. And there was a, a railroad construction going on, and they couldn't keep people there because these lions were mm -hmm. attacking people. And I guess they just got the taste for human blood, you know, human flesh, and it killed like a hundred and forty people. These two lions. Well, well hmm. there was a lot, a lot of speculation as well, too, that it could have been a, uh, a hyena, a striped hyena. Or an Anatolian shepherd. Or, or <laughs> a, 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 what? That's the dog that, put, that stands up tall and puts its... Puts its I, I sent you guys shepherd. a link in the But aren't group. hyenas like a pack animal? You know, I mean... So are wolves, yeah. And lions. Yeah, I think... Uh, got me back to the idea that it's a lion because you know these I, I know there was just two lions but and they didn't have a pride and so they were hunting pretty much alone together in, in, in a tiny <laughs> tiny group you know i guess you could call that a pack i guess but two lions but i don't know and it, it it's, I, it's southern france too i mean what's the weather there i mean is it like i don't know what it's like there 65 and breezy yeah. I find it interesting too that the, the climate there. I find it interesting <laughs> that the peasant, you know, shot this beast, and and the uh, killings pretty much stopped after he had uh, shot this beast and took it to the king and the royal court, and the royal court just kind of scoffed at him because he wasn't the king's gunman. You know, it seems like mm -hmm. how often does that probably happen that the the low the, the course, the, yeah the lowly peasant was the mm -hmm. one that actually ended up killing the beast, and they wouldn't give any credit to him mm -hmm. whatsoever because he was merely a peasant he was also a criminal wasn't he i don't i don't know that i, I think got into i think that's what i got from the little research i did but yeah. at least the townsfolk said hey this peasant was the one that killed the beast you know they they stood up for him mm -hmm. which was kind of isn't he the one that fashioned the silver bullet i don't know because the take it's was hard to know it was that mm -hmm. people were would shoot but weren't able to kill it with their their firearms. But this guy, I guess, was a farmer, and he fashioned a silver bullet. I was like, that's just kind of weird, you know. It made me wonder if that's where the silver bullet. Rob, did you have anything from. more that you wanted to add besides that it looked like a neighbor's dog? No, it. Uh, Anatolian <laughs> shepherd. Okay. Anything else to add? Any other research done on this topic besides it looks like a big dog? No, I think you guys covered it pretty well. Some uh, of this. But stuff uh, but that. I'm asking you what you wanted to add well you know because uh anatone do you guys talk about you're him? still talking about the dog no that's the a dude that killed the large gray wolf mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he was 31 inches high right we we discussed that five what? foot seven tall you do you you guys so yeah i think we covered all that what i have in front of me for my research <laughs> mm -hmm. 
you guys covered already. Okay. I guess we're ready to move on. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. In a quiet town. In a small studio. It's Northwest Curiosity Society's Movie Review. It was at the dawn of the Age of Reason that first appeared the beast upon the county of Gévaudan. Possessed with enormous strength, it would strike without warning. disappear without a trace, when all hope seemed lost. The king sent two men, determined to unravel the mystery. What they uncovered was a world of deception and a struggle for power that was far more dangerous than anything they could have imagined. Pictures and Studio Canal proudly present to American audiences the French motion picture sensation Brotherhood of the Wolf. What they discovered was the beast of current burning. Wow. Jouvaudan. This is impressive, Scott. I'm, well, I'm blown away. Yeah. Movie review. The Beast of Gurndivirdin. Rob, what do you got? Uh, the movie was Brotherhood of the Wolf. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's Brother, introduce the movie. Let's start the there. I have to go first? Yeah. Danny. Yeah, go, yeah ahead. go ahead, Danny. Danny, you watched it in English. <laughs> I have to go first? Go ahead, Okay, Danny. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me please clarify. Did you guys not watch this in English? No. Look. Where, where, where did you guys watch it? <laughs> I went to the first link. In fact, it was Amazon and I paid to download it and I watched yeah. it and it was all in French. Is there an English Do you still version? have access to it? Yeah, yes. I have access Do to it. you still it. have access to it? Yeah. Did you change the either the, the subtitles or the language options on the movie? Did you that's, know you can do that? That's an option. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have that option. I did not have I, that. I didn't even have subtitle options, so I did not really get any of the content of the movie. I just knew the where story. Did you watch it? What's that? Where did you watch it? I watched like it on my TV. Method? Okay. I watched. Like I watched it on like a, uh, Amazon on my computer. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Je okay. <laughs> okay, so I, I watched I it watch on my it. Oh, TV, uh, Amazon. <clears throat> so my take of the the movie <laughs> oh review is going to be quite unique. Go ahead. Okay. No, let's no, let's hear Danny because he's the expert. He's he actually owns the movie. <laughs> I have to so. go first. 
Yes, Danny. I do own the movie. (laughs) My opinion of this movie is biased. I saw it when it came out years ago in 2001. The English version back then, too, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. They had that technology back then. Yes, yes. So stupid. Random fun fact. (laughs) Yeah. Random fun fact. This was actually the first movie that I got from Netflix when Netflix would deliver DVDs to your home, you know, and you oh, had to yeah. mail them back and all that stuff. So you this forgot to return my, it. Uh, I did, actually. Um, <laughs> I think we're past the statute of limitations. You owe but... <laughs> $18,492.36. <laughs> 20 years later, yeah. Nonetheless, uh, that was the first time. No, I, I have bought it. I have purchased it actually twice since then. Once on DVD myself, and then second on iTunes, just because... I don't have any more DVDs. Nonetheless, I really thought... If you, so the movie's about, obviously, The Beast of Jebedon. It is the whole story that we've talked about today, just kind of demonstrating the... And sensationalized a bit for Hollywood. Actually, it was shot in France, so you can't say Hollywood. Or it was a French company that put it together. But I thought it was a really good movie that kind of went over some of the same working theories that we uh, talked about. Like I said, it, it seemingly, spoiler alert, portrayed... <laughs> potentially that the the creature the beast could have been a lion and all that kind of um, drama behind uh the hunt for the creature so to say and some of the things they they uh, did i thought it was fairly close to what i've heard documented about the um the actual events itself but the movie i think the acting i thought it was very well um written the um the acting in the movie i thought was very well and especially what drew me to this movie was the fight scenes in this. Um, um, I thought it was uh, very, what's that? They were pretty cool. I enjoyed the fight yeah, scenes. I, I thought it was, martial uh, arts mixed in there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Mark DeCascos, if I'm saying his name right, he's, uh, he plays the character Manny in this movie. He's also in a couple of the newer movies like John Wick 3. He plays, um, um, one of the guys that uh, is, is kind of after John Wick in this movie, his main, I would say his his main uh, antagonist in the movie, um, eventually. Um, but Mark is, Mark Dacascos is a very, very well, very good, I think, martial artist, uh, at least cho- choreographed martial arts in the movies anyway. So overall, I, I, like I said, I'm biased on this because I really enjoyed the movie years ago. I thought the story was kind of fitting for kind of what we do here. I don't think it was, you know, some of it was a little cheesy, but there was a little bit of the mystical and the, and the, you know, if you want to call them kind of true accounts, I guess, of, of what people believed occurred back then. Again, sensationalized a bit for the screen. But overall, I thought it was a really good movie. So Well, they kept All the right, beast yeah. kind of a, a mystery towards, not to, I guess yeah. not towards the end, but towards the middle of the movie. You never really right. saw it attack. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got to say, uh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Random fun fact, the, the beast was actually created or designed by on the screen by Jim Henson Studios Creature, Creature Shop. Shop. Yeah. Uh, I was going to make yeah. nice. <laughs> nice. Which was yeah. uh, that was always a dream of mine as a kid. I wanted to 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 work for uh, Jim Henson designing and play well, uh, and play with puppets. Yeah. It was actually <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, basically. It was actually a combination of computer generated imagery as well as puppetry. Yeah. And a tr- mm-hmm. uh, animatronics designed by Jim Henson's Creature Shop. So, yeah, I really right. I really like I I love it when they combine the two. It makes it for more realistic. Mm-hmm. What what do you think of the movie, Rob? 
Well, I, that's one of the points I was going to make was I, I like the fight scenes, the, you know, the martial arts in it. I love the, like I said, the special effects. It makes it look more real when they do computer generated and mixing it. It was okay. Uh, I, I like it. One of the things that is crazy that um, Universal Pictures paid $2 million to acquire the film's North American distribution, right? And it went on In to grow. And it went on to grow. What? what the In what? English, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> In English, yeah. And they paid $2 million and it went on to gross $11.3 on uh, in a limited theatrical release, making it the second highest grossing French language film in the United States since it was actually the sixth highest grossing, not second. Well, who's at, who's at this time? Track? At this time, in this, no one's of, keeping track. It was. Uh, <laughs> it ultimately grossed seventy million worldwide. Yeah, that was at the twenty-nine million dollar budget it had it originally had. I'm not arguing with you. So no. Settle down. Well, Slow down. What? What the what? What? Like you're coming at me all I'm aggressive. I'm not coming at you. You got, you got really. This isn't tit for tat. You're saying your things. I'm. Okay. You're, you're being super aggressive. Uh, well, I'm you, uncomfortable. I, you're uncomfortable. Well, you made me feel <laughs> that I am being attacked like earlier. A, no one's attacking like me, Rob. Settle down. You, when you sit at this table, take a deep breath. Injustice. Injustice. You're just on like high alert. What did you think of the movie, Scott? Two Whoa. breaths in, one yeah. out. I, I, I really Limpic. enjoyed the fight scenes in the movie. <laughs> oh, you're going to no. repeat. Here we go. Come on. No. Well, you <laughs> let me, you're, you're, not gonna, even, you're not even letting me finish. You're going to repeat what I just said. You're not letting me finish. Oh, go ahead. Shh. <laughs> go ahead. Wow. Did you guys know that in 2001 it, it won the these, uh, these Hope facts. Kberg uh, Romantic Film Festival? Yeah, he's he's talking about facts in of the movie. Uh, 2001, the Stigget Film Festival Grand Prize of European Fantasy Film in Silver, and in 2002 mm -hmm. it won the Caesar Award Best Costume Design by Dominic Board, by the way. 2003 Home Entertainment Awards, a foreign language title of the year. It won some awards. It was nominated for 2001 European Film Awards Best Director who was Christopher Gans, by the way. Okay, so... Yes. Yeah, these are great facts. What did you think of the movie? 2002 <laughs> International Horror Guild Award, Best Horror Film. Uh, 2002 mm -hmm. Nomination Caesar Award, Best Music Written for a Film. Uh, that was Joseph uh, Loduca, by the way. Uh, 2002 <laughs> the Saturn Awards, Nomination, not Award. Best Action Adventure Thriller Film. Uh, I did enjoy the thriller portion of it and had a lot of action and adventure. Thriller? Yeah, it was a thriller. Kind of like what? Oh, the action, thriller aspect of the movie. Or yeah, yeah. It was uh it intri it was intriguing. It it uh, sparked my interest. In in French though. We oui. even worse. In French no <laughs> subtitles for me. <laughs> so I just had to guess can what they guys, were talking can, about. Can you guys go back and just look? I'm just curious. Can you, there were no options to change the language? And, well, mine's on my television. Oh, so like go back yeah. in time or literally just <laughs> yeah. let me go, go back look, on my, go oh, look right on now. my computer? Okay. Yeah, just go look yeah, right now. No, back in time. Get in the time machine <laughs> that we talked about that you were supposed to build. This is going to take a minute. Scott, yeah, I'm Scott's, not going to, I'm not going to, it's Scott's too much going. stuff to, I have so much stuff on my screen, Danny. There's two like, things I figure open. if I touch the you wrong button. You literally have two things no, open. look, right this is what's going to happen. I'm going to hit a button <laughs> and then all these noises and sounds are going to come up and I just, I don't want to. And then the whole show will fall I don't off. want to, I don't want to, yeah, hang on. Well, where's my notes? <laughs> hang on, hang on. Leave it to Danny. 
Leave it to Danny to pick a French freaking movie. Well, it's not really Danny's <laughs> fault. We just couldn't find an English version of it. I think it would have been a really, really good watch, movie. Why do you think I would watch a French movie? Because you're a weird, artsy-fartsy uh, movie uh, guy. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 let, me, let me rephrase it. There was some fancy French shit in this movie. But yeah, there was some. I, I could I'm see, just saying. I could see you sitting on the couch by yourself crying with a, with a bowl of ice cream. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it different. Why would I watch a movie that I couldn't understand? The, I, was I don't know why, that was, why, was you, there, why did you send it to us? Trying to figure out what the hell these people were saying. So what I'm doing right now is I'm looking, I, I'm looking at our geographic stats to see how many people from France we have that we're just going to totally... We have, oh, we have a pretty big France. I'm Somebody was supposed to give me notes. Whose notes are these? Where's my notes? <laughs> Okay, so, so before, we somebody... be, be, before we all continue with our things, that's all you. Uh, that's fr- all that, you, That's Scott. all you. No. Yes. No, it's I, not. I, okay, well, I'm just looking at our analytics, and we have a, a pretty sizable France. Well, um, you better apologize. Not after this one. United States being one, Canada two, Colombia three, and France is four. There's a lot of French-speaking people Because Canada. Europeans know English as well. <laughs> Yeah, so let's it's, let's it's just stop with Americans that don't know how to. Let's speak just stop other with the whole French. They have bad teeth thing. We just need to stop. stop. <laughs> what? what? Who said that? What? Uh, who said that? Does oh, it tell you how many yeah, people in that? France? No, I'm are sorry. That's the, I'm, that's England. That's that's not even France. Oh, let's see. I got my jump. This is going way downhill now. You've insulted England. Okay, hold on. I take that back. I got my jump touched. You just made it better. United Kingdom is just just below France as far as our. Listener base. So <laughs> it 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 really just, uh, just shut up, Scott. Whoa, shut Scott. up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just stop. Talking. Okay. Are you guys ready to wow. move on? I'm offending now people. We're ranking at people a, in the world. I'm offending people at a feverish rate, so we need to we need to yeah. move on. Oh my god. Get that your mouth. Silver today. All right, here we go. Here we go. Are you guys ready to move on? Yes. Yes, yes. Let's do it. Northwest Curiosity Society brings you... What the f*** was that? Bob, how you feeling? How did your procedure go? Remember, you're supposed to be passing gas right now. I know. It's easier said than done. Trying. Had a couple of good ones. What are you doing down there? Scratching. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Does that feel better? Yes. Okay. <laughs> wow. There we go. So we're supposed to guess what that is? Wow. So this was the new segment that I came up with. I'm questioning myself on it. Uh-huh. Essentially, uh-huh. We're, supposed uh-huh. to, yeah. we're supposed to guess. Okay, my guess, the guy just got out of surgery. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out. 
what is the uh, outcome, the desired outcome or learning from this? Well, you know, every segment? trained investigator. <laughs> all their senses and so guess that annoying Limbic sound system. yes i'm really glad that okay. wasn't live that has uh investigative attribute skill building yeah uh, uh, yeah okay, okay. Um, so glass ceiling anyway what the fuck was that internet. what the fuck internet. was that a really gas, gassy ghost okay yeah. uh we'll see how far that one <laughs> oh um, boy um, are we still guessing or what are we yeah yeah uh good talk was that good this. talk good talk mm-hmm. i don't know there you're the board guy uh yeah so you guys uh you guys ready to move on with our, our yeah, musical our musical so before i play this musical interlude i just want to put this out there Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go. I had nothing to do with the choice of this song or musical interlude. This was all Danny. So if people are yeah. like, maybe we should have had this, what the fuck is that? But I don't want to I don't want to offend <laughs> I don't want to offend the artist or anything uh who is No, uh, no, that's this keep going. Yeah, well, power from wolf. France probably. Yeah. Uh or the UK. Here's our fabulous musical interlude.
all eating pizza now. Wow. We're going to we're have to do another cut. <laughs> all I have to say is, what the fuck was that? What do you mean? You didn't enjoy bad. that song? Not too bad. I've heard <laughs> a lot worse. That is the ultimate, ultimate workout Papa song. Again. God. I'm you just guys, saying. I need to. I need to let you guys edit some of these. Okay, it wasn't. I do want to. Let's just pause for a second because it, not pause as in pause the. But I do want to pause and say thank you to Rob for editing. He took over Jesse's job. All Jesse does is show up. Oh, he, <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't even, even do show that. up. That's okay. This is my seat now. Yeah. So, so Jesse was the uh, was the <laughs> editor, the audio editing engineer. Rob is just too quick. I can't even get to him. And he, he's already he, got him done. Jesse's lost that position. And he's lost his seat. Mm -hmm. He's going to have to sit in the guest chair from now on. And where's Pete? Yeah. Back by the window. I mean, where's Pete? Pete who? Petey. Oh, Pete. Okay, Pete. can we just make sure Sorry, we were Pete. using the correct text group? Maybe he wasn't even No, he on was on it. He, he was, was on it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, just... I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, don't. Don't. There's no need to give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I have like 16 group so messages. So out? Pete's out? No, he's in still. So. What is according to, to what? According to what rules? We have rules here at the International Jackalope Society. What? We have rules. <laughs> this is wait. Is well, he could be he could be North the person that brings you notes. Well, no, he's not even a member of Northwest Curiosity Society. Oh, can you eat any louder or closer to the microphone? You're literally <laughs> spilling all over the place. You have sour cream on the microphone. <laughs> ASMR. ASMR. Let's let's do our own wow. ASMR. Go ahead. Is that what we're doing? Pizza. I, I'm gonna take my Pizza I'm gonna take eating. my stab at ASMR. Oh no, God. Here, Here we go. go. Here we go. It's gonna be awkward. You don't have to add that. You don't you don't have to add the noise. Stop. You don't have to add you Turn can up. hear <laughs> This is this is awkward. So this is muck banging. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm watching the Town Hotel again. Town Hotel, Adam. Oh, wow. Can we push that button on the microphone to make it stop? <laughs> Scott's in control of that, and that's Scott's mouth. Oh, okay. Well, this is gross. Yeah. What you got? I think you got. I got a piece of sausage on my microphone. <laughs> That's what she said. How did I know that was coming? <laughs> That's what she said. So, uh, you guys ready to move on? <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. I don't either. I do. What? That sounds great. Are we done? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I want to thank everybody for listening to this disorganized toilet flushing <laughs> Episode of number thirty, the Beast of Gurn, Beast of Gurn de Verdun. Thank you, wow. thank you very Especially much, Danny. Thank you, yeah. Danny, for. Uh, we apologize. I apologize to France. I do, and the UK. I did say something about <laughs> just horrible. That was horrible of me to say. We're, we appreciate, we're we appreciate all the listeners from the UK and France and, and to Timbuktu and Gurn de Verdun. And until. Next time, ninety nine, 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 ninety nine,
No burping. Yeah. I burping. didn't. Okay. 99. Night. Bye.